Welcome in everyone to episode 108 of the Badcast Podcast. I'm your host, Caleb Payne, joined by my co-host, Speedish Chief 2. Oh, I oh, I should say Tony the Tiger. I don't think that's gonna stick. I'm just gonna tell you right now, man. <laughs> you've had better, you've had better nicknames. We're working on it, you know. We're but um what's up everybody? How's it going? Yeah, no hot chip again this week. We have a plan though. The hardship okay. is coming. Oh, actually, speaking of which, you saw that new Twitter account, right? It wasn't me. It wasn't yeah, me. That's what somebody who made that Twitter account would say. <laughs> no, 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 no. Let me tell you, it was not me. For those that don't know what I'm talking about, my latest new Twitter account that I'm following, it's called at Speedy Hot Chip. Has Speedy eaten the hot chip is the name. It's a picture of you. Yeah. And yeah. then uh, the, the only tweet says no, period. <laughs> Yeah, I actually, um, I, I talked uh, about this on, uh, I, I interviewed with Stadium Cast yesterday with mm-hmm. uh, Martine and Amanda. I talked about this account. I was just like, yeah, and even when I tried to figure out who it was, Caleb like took a screenshot of a Discord message with the mm-hmm. person who made it. And he's like, you get three guesses. If you don't guess, then you're never going to find out. Like, Turn yeah, yeah, yeah. into a game. Into a yeah, game. yeah, yeah. I'm like, all right. I'm the, I'm the game. Yeah, I'm like I'm like Saul. You know, you ever seen the Saul movies? Bro, why, why are you <laughs> not writing Saul. scripts in Hollywood, man? You know, <laughs> I, it starts here. Real. You, you <laughs> we're on, we're you on chapter two of this movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah this is oh, this goodness. is this is it it's a reality tv show uh you want to take your three guesses so i i said all right so this person actually reached out because they want a picture of speed without a beard and uh, they said i'm gonna make a twitter account memeing on him i was like shoot all right bro, I'm down. so obviously like, someone that knows me right but yeah. you get you get three guesses and everyone everyone listening all right that's what i said to speedy he gets three guesses if he guesses right i will confirm if he guesses wrong on all three the secret dies with me. How fun. <laughs> you know this person so too. You know the person too. Yeah. It's uh Twastel. Strike one. Oh man. Mm, I'm thinking about who is constantly invested. Oh, it's um uh, what's his name? It's Manning. Strike two. Oh, come on. Or <laughs> Twistel? No, I'm trying to think who who has the time on their hands. Those are good guesses, though. Those are great. Yeah, right? who has yeah who has too much time on their hands? <laughs> those those are respectable guesses. Come on, I don't know. Um, Both of them work. <laughs> we don't know Squirrel Trapper's true identity, so it can't be him. Um, I'm trying to think who else. So Quacodile always uh, messes with me in the comments on YouTube. That's my third guess. That's a pretty good guess. But no, the secret dies with me. All right, fine. You ain't gonna find out. Oh no, me. how will it's I sleep me. at night? I don't know. It's not me though. But it's a hilarious account. It wasn't my idea. They just hit me up in DMs. They're like, hey, I'm like, dude, this is how invested people are. I'm not even doing nothing, right? <laughs> I just set the bet. <laughs> you agree to the bet. You lose the bet. You don't fulfill the bet. And then people are invested. And then now there's there's Twitter accounts. <laughs> okay okay fair enough fair enough well, i, I appreciate a... that everyone's invested that's really nice <laughs> that's true they are they are very invested in your l's <laughs> <laughs> look here's the thing when i lose and i fulfill it doesn't become a spectacle because i just do it you know i just do it hey speaking of which greatly's coming back around you got a bass seat on stream. oh i saw 
Twistel, man. He's like our accountability manager here. <laughs> Yours, yeah. <laughs> Actually, to be fair, he's he's the accountability manager for our team too, for for the Cool Cats. There um, you go. He's he's the one that like he'd be setting up like who's available this week, like react with your availabilities, mm. blah blah. Yeah. Gotcha. So, um, gotcha. So he is he is on top of this stuff, but um, great leaks come back around. Bastion stream, and then yeah. you also got the Zap Cannon Pro Pass Breloom liquidation stream mm-hmm. that'll be a fun one that'll yeah really fun both one. should happen this week yeah we're in, we're in great league and and really remix right now oh true yeah both should happen now <laughs> we about to you better go live right after we record this man <laughs> hey we'll everyone listening if speed Chief did not go live on monday the 17th tony tiger's back man tony tiger's back <laughs> I'll start. Okay, if uh, if people start commenting that, I'll know that it's stuck. But right now, I think you could do better, dude. I think there are better nicknames out there. I, I do like politician Speedy too. Also, also, it was really ironic. Speedy. Again, not not to rehash old things, but it was really ironic <laughs> that I didn't ever, I didn't ever indicate that I was going to go to that dinner. I never said I was going to go, and then I somehow flaked. <laughs> I, I, I didn't get to. So there's that. that. <laughs> Look, I, I have a belated birthday, Joe Brown, by the way, but the, yeah, I, I, I didn't make the Tony Tiger joke. I just thought it was hilariously fitting, right? But I, I did I did give I did put that disclaimer and said, to be fair, I don't think Speedy did react to it. No. Dude, see, yeah. back back in the Sylph days, people just called me a Dodger, and that would just be it. And that's that's a better nickname, right? A Dodger? Just being a just being yeah. a Dodger. Yeah. Yeah. I like politician like, Speedy. LA Dodger. Yeah. Sender Chief. Sander Speedy. <laughs> I like that one. For sure, for sure. Um, let's get into the comments from last episode before we get into the, the meat of things. Uh, sure. M.A. Davis, 25, says, Let's go, Speedy. Legend grind and Caleb no wearing a hat after the perm. Oh, yeah. If I if I get a perm, I'm not going to wear the hat, right? I mean, you don't really. What's the point, <laughs> yeah, what's the point of the perm if you're going to wear a hat? Yeah. Wait, what's your uh, what's your ELO, by the way? Uh, that's confidential, right? When When is the bed actually up? Well, one one week from now, next Monday, because I hit it last Monday. Okay, all right. Well, you'll find out my Elo next Monday. I'll give you the timestamp though, because you you can't be hitting it after the timestamp, right? It's not just anytime Monday. It's it was like Monday morning was when I hit uh, it. Man, this this reminds me of a. Uh, I'm precise. Well, everyone's gonna hear this episode in the future. This reminds me of a future episode where Caleb makes up the rules as he goes. It tends to be a thing that he does. Well, that's a future future episode. Yeah, that's yeah. a future. Yeah, that's yeah. That's, Using yeah, let's see stuff. if you remember that. No, no, no. Come on now. If you hit legend and I lose a bet, but you actually hit it like three hours, a week plus three hours, or two weeks plus three hours, it don't count. It's got to be under two weeks, right? Under, you know, all those hours combined. Mm-hmm. I'm too lazy to do the math right now how many hours that is. Omniyaki says, love the time stamps for reference. Yes. Uh, I've been doing it for that this past episode mm-hmm. with bread and then the episode with Michael Saranka. I probably won't do it for like all of them, right? Because it's a lot of content. Yeah. But I'll do it for the interviews, I think. Um, yeah. At least the good ones. No, actually, no. I shouldn't say that. That's not why. They're name. all good. <laughs> They're all good. The ones that I think make sense to have timestamps. Yeah. Let me just phrase that way. Next thing you know, we have a guest on. There's no timestamps. Like, what are you trying to say, Caleb? My interview wasn't good. Uh, Rose Diamond says, I love natto. My bestie in college was from Tokyo. It introduced me to vegan sushi natto. Uh, tamaki what? is delicious. It's supposed to be brain food, so try it before a battle. You know, try it before yeah. a battle. I'm about to eat it every morning if that's the case. Yeah. Great point, yeah. Rose. I, I, I don't really um, 
It's vegan sushi. Okay, okay, never mind. I, I had uh, something else in my mind. Vegan sushi? I'll try it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm down to try natto. I'm actually kind of curious. I don't know. Everyone that I see online eating it, like, raves about it. They love it. They, they be stirring that thing up. It'd be looking real gooey. The uh, Dracon says, that's a long one. So It's a big one. Multifast. Yeah. Um, he also said, uh, or they also said, I don't, I don't know the gender. Um, don't know why, but this comment was deleted initially. If it gets deleted again, GG. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't blame you for not trying to have to type it third time. Uh, but they did go through this time. For some background, I'm a week two player, and I've been to Japan a fair amount of times. 10 plus. That's a lot of wow. times. Uh, I don't think I've been to anywhere 10 plus outside places I've just straight up lived. Exactly. The group of folks I play with in country are one million plus catchers my comments are centered toward pokemon slash go all right number one language google translate is fine google translate and google maps are sufficient to get around number two unique non-touristy locations good luck with avoiding tourists there are many <laughs> pokemon centers to visit at least once there are also pokemon manholes all over this country outside of tokyo there is a chancy playground and a slowpoke playground Google the locations. They're all points of interest in Go and will have a gym or stop. Send Pokemon Go gifts to your friends back home. Wouldn't recommend, but I flew over to Okinawa for a day to get a Pikachu with the white shirt. Wow. Um, wait, so what's the Chansey Playground Slowpoke? Like, what, what's actually there? Because I assume it's not, like, real Chansey and Slowpoke, right? I actually have never heard of that, but I assume, like, you know, there's, like, Slowpokes built into the slides and stuff mm, is what I assume maybe. that is. It's probably a slow slide. Maybe it's oh, like not very. Wait, I've bad. seen this picture before. So the Chansey Playground actually has a Lickitung slide where the tongue is the slide component. Oh, I've seen this before. I didn't know that this was uh this was a real thing. It was part wow. of the Chansey time. Nice, nice. Yeah. Uh, number three, uh, S two cells and content. The rules apply as any other location, but. What makes Japan OP is the number of sponsored content. Sponsored points of interest can stack the same cell. Be careful, though, running an auto catcher. You can easily spin cap on day one. You may need to turn off spins if you want to farm certain research. Oh, that's a good tip. That's yeah. actually a good point. I mean, I spin capped that Milwaukee regionals, and Ooh, that was just yeah. regional. So that was only for a few hours. Man, yeah. that's actually a good point. Uh, did you get your Go Plus Plus? Did you, you order one? Dude. I did. I'm actually charging it right now. Uh, dude, I pre-ordered it. In a, dude, I'm never pre-ordering anything ever again. Bro. I pre-ordered Scarlet and Violet, and it didn't show up for like like the next day, right? Yep. Order Go Plus Plus to survive on Friday. It got here this morning. I technically got here yesterday, but my package room mm. didn't get it until, yeah. And today's Monday. So it's like two, three-day delay. And it's like just in stores. Like It's not like they're sold out, right? I thought the pre-order is like, this will get here right when they release or even a little sooner, right? <laughs> Pre-order is getting here later. Dude, the thing is, so for Scarlet Violet, I actually just – I ordered the code instead of the actual disc. So I was able to just like get the code, download it from the Nintendo store online. And then yeah. with with the Go++, I pre-ordered pre it to Best Buy. And I actually Same. drove to Best Buy to go get it. Wait, you, oh, you went? Oh, is... you went to the Best Buy. I pre-ordered yeah. from Best Buy, but they delivered it. Uh no, I didn't yeah, think the extra stuff. That's my mistake. That was my mistake. There's a go plus plus. They weren't going to sell out. Come on now. Uh, yeah. uh day one. I mean, this Dude, is not like I, a Taylor Swift ticket. Funny story. When I got to Best Buy, I, it's the one I went to is in Louisiana, right? And uh when I got there, I asked. Wait, you have how to drive many... all the way to Louisiana for for Best Buy? 
yeah, dude, it's pretty rough. But it's like twenty <laughs> minutes. It's like oh, 20 oh, minutes, yeah, right? you're really close to the border. I keep forgetting you're like yeah. literally crossing states, but like it's not a big deal for you. Yeah. So when I got there, I asked how many other pre-orders they had. And the guy was like, oh, I think this is the first one we've seen of this today. I'm like, oh, man. You try to be like, oh, I'm the first one here, right? I'd be like, you're no, going to be I was the first like, one all year. <laughs> I was like, please tell me that that a ton of people are ordering this. And like, it's <laughs> very active. I did not get my wish. <laughs> I mean. I mean, I don't know. I mean, this is we're talking about Japan being the hot spot of Pokemon Go, not Louisiana, but <laughs> yeah, true, true. Yeah, that's a good point. Number four, luggage and moving about. Oversized luggage and trains do not work. The roller carry-ons are okay, but bullet trains have a specific area for large suitcases, and those spaces must be reserved. Hotel to hotel luggage delivery is very convenient. You can even get it sent from airport to hotel. I made my comment initially because I want to limit the number of times you are using the bullet train. That's mm. a good. That's a huge point, actually, because I'm definitely gonna have a big, big suitcase. Um, number five, go for the mobile Wi-Fi rental. SIM cards work, but we're Go players. We have multiple devices for whatever reason. The standard router connects ten devices. Caveat: the battery will not last a day, especially in the hot temperatures. Keep Ooh. that router juiced. I have had the unfortunate incident where my router died one hour into a safari zone. You do not want to desperately try to restart no. your MoFi while uh, everyone around you is having the time of their lives. After that experience, I rent the router and have international roaming option on my main phone as a backup. Mm. Is is just the international Wi-Fi not good enough? I don't know. I thought I thought it was. Yeah, or international um, data plan. Yeah, actually... Yeah. um. For anyone that knows, DHJCon or anyone else listening, um, if if uh yeah, if you all know, please like please keep us posted. Like is the is the what do you call it? The the one just like an international plane you could buy from like T Mobile or Verizon, whatever carry you have, is that enough or not? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, please please let us know that. I mean I don't mind getting the Wi Fi rental, but I feel like I would just it would just be easier to preload it, right? Your mm-hmm. phone plan. I think so. Number six, battery packs. Make sure they're TSA or whatever airport you're coming from compliant. Your home airport might not check. Japan airport checks. Really? Um, hmm. What are they checking for? I don't know. I think it it needs to be TSA compliant in terms of maybe size or wattage or something like that. That's actually a really good question. I need to look into this. Money. 7-Elevens have ATMs. Before you fly over, create a Suica card account on your phone and load it with money. This covers your non-Shinkansen fares. Suica is also used in many shops and restaurants. Everything else is credit card. The mom-and-pop scenario is fairly rare, but you will need cash for arcades. Mm, Thank you for that. That's actually a good clarification. Grind areas. Tokyo. The Pokemon Center at... Uh, Ikibukaru. I might be pronouncing a lot of these back. Ikibukuru? Uh, Bukuru, Ikibukuru? Yeah. yeah. I might be mispronouncing a lot of these incorrectly. My apologies in advance. Is the primary spot if you're going to sit and grind indoors. After that would be Kinshicho Station, which used to be number one. Outdoor stationary, outdoor stationary grinding would be Big Camera at Yodobashi. And radar go to Akihabara. Walking, walk grinding the area 
around Uno Park. Do not go to Uno Park itself. It's so dense that folks lose connectivity. Dude, I need to really I need to like take a screenshot of this comment and I, save it on I my know. phone. <laughs> These are so um, valuable. But yeah, thank you, uh Dakon. Uh, 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 also, I'm starting to see some of the setups from Yokohama on socials. This looks Dude. more like a Pikachu outbreak with World Championships, uh, World Championships on the side. That being said, I think there will be content around the Minato, uh, Minato Mirai area mm-hmm. that is not ticket restricted. I'll grind there during the weekend. I've done Pika outbreak back in 2017 and Yokohama Go Fest in 2019. Thank you so much. Gotcha. That was very helpful. Yeah. Um, but yeah, very if anyone good. could get back to us on the uh, the mobile Wi-Fi slash international plan. Because um, mm-hmm. it seems people. like, yeah, yeah, it seems like it's not as ideal, but I'm just trying to understand why. Uh, Ron Colgrove, shout out to Brad for all the tips. Really enjoyed the listen. I won't be going to Japan again for Worlds, but will make my way back there again soon enough. Also, yeah, definitely. Speedy has some interest to pay up for Hot Chip. Should have been a live stream. Let's just get it over with before the trip. Got to make room for running that incoming 5K after losing Legend again. Dude, no one wants to do this 5K except for Ryan Colgrove. Exactly, <laughs> Dude, nobody. One of my friends yesterday ran an ultra, like ultra Omega Marathon, whatever, and it was 50 kilometers. Which in context 50? is 31, 31 miles, yeah. And you know how our Pokemon Go like tracks our mileage, right? Yeah, dude. I'm all in one day? I'm like, I'm like, girl, I didn't even like, I didn't even move fifty kilometers this past week. <laughs> yeah. What the heck? You did in a yeah. day. Yeah, yeah I used to play Pokemon Go since like more. I was like, dude, you should been, you should been hatching all the eggs. <laughs> yeah, right. Just like, but yeah, load your account just for that walk or that marathon or whatever. Yeah, she's insane. She's funded it. Yeah. Um, Toshi Suzuki says, I went to Japan for three weeks this past March for data. I recommend looking into eSIMs if your phone supports it. The company I used was uh, Ubigi, Ubigi and had no issues playing Pokemon Go and using Internet Japan. Enjoy your time in Japan. Also, I am Team 7-Eleven. Wait, so we have another suggestion on what to do for um, Wi-Fi and data. So, mm-hmm, Toshi Suzuki mm-hmm. is recommending eSIMs. Mm-hmm. But... Yeah, I, yeah. I think obviously if you have multiple devices or if you're with a group, the pocket I mean, I, makes yeah. more sense. But but yeah, that's dude, phone. I was actually I was actually Brad shared a video with me yesterday. Uh it actually was posted at, by this time probably like less than 24 hours ago. This guy was walking around Japan and speaking to the heat, he his goal was to walk through Tokyo in the middle of the night. So first of all, right, he was a, a white male with a beard, right? Walking by himself in Tokyo, Japan. He started his walk at midnight. And he tried to get all the way across Tokyo. So first of all, just just hearing that, it sounds like it's a relatively safe city, right? Given the circumstances. Secondly, uh, he said that because it's the middle of the summer, the sun is going to rise at 4.30 a.m. every day. Do you remember yeah. Australia? How how crazy early those sunri- sunrises were? Uh, no, because I wasn't up that early. But... Oh, okay. Well, it's going to be yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, and then secondly, okay. when he started his walk at midnight... Get this, dude. It was eighty-six degrees outside. Holy crap! Well, how how midnight. how hot was it? Peak, dude. I don't know. He said he said by two a.m. it had cooled down to around eighty degrees. But dude, two a.m. eighty degrees. Oh, I'm gonna die. 
wait so why did they do that at midnight and whatever uh it was just like this challenge you know he's just a creator and he was like you know what i'm just gonna try to see if i can walk all the way across the city and he didn't want to do it in the middle of the day obviously because that was that would be ridiculous but he Mm. tried to walk across at night and show like some of the the back alleys and some of the places that were still open late at night and that kind of stuff it was pretty cool Hmm. okay that's pretty cool that's pretty dope yeah um but speaking to the heat it's gonna be hot it's gonna be well it's it's just not even just hot it's humid Right, true, that's true. why there's so many mosquitoes, and you're gonna be sweating, sweating, dude. I'm honestly, maybe I do need a spray. maybe I do need a perm. I got worried about the hair. You know? <laughs> just gonna, the hair's gonna need, sit there. I need bug spray and there. a hat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like a yeah, safari out here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Sir Twix says, "Not Rob here." Oh, so it's actually not Rob. I oh, only really Rob? have one thing I'll say counter to what most folks tell you: eating in public is fine. I've lived in Southern. Honshu and uh, Kyushu for a long time, and people don't care enough for you to worry about it. I think foreigners are more annoyed at foreigners doing it than Japanese folks. Interesting. Interesting. I probably won't risk it myself, but that's good to know. Um, if you're like dying hey, of hunger, when, when you're hungry, you're hungry, man. <laughs> I guess so. Um, if you still think you want to be sensitive, you can eat your food from convenience stores, also called uh, kombini, right outside the building. Okay. This is very common as a practice for people to get their food in combinis, take it outside, eat it, use the trash cans at the combini. This seems really odd to me for years until I realized it's a Japanese hack to get rid of all your garbage when you go to the combinis instead of carrying it with you. Okay. While there aren't many garbage cans, it's really hard to get around without carrying it. The best way to dump your garbage in your bottles of vending machine drinks is to look for vending machines with large garbage cans near them. Or go uh, to Kambini and tr- dump your trash there. You got a pin? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, sorry, no, I'm like, no. I'm, I'm actually pulling the pins off of the board. No, no, it's so, fine. I thought you were showing everybody... it for the Kambini. I was confused. No, no, no. Just so everyone who's watching the YouTube videos, like, what is he doing with his hands? And you can see. Yeah, yeah. I got you. I got you. Also, after living here a while, I can't recommend enough a half size sling bag, uh, backpack, or a kind of hip knapsack. US people call them fanny packs and wear like a sling pack, sling back. They're great for holding a few large items like portable umbrellas, a small purchase of a t shirt, jacket, or plushie or two, trash, your wallet and coins, and all your Pokemon items like Pokeball, uh, Pokeball Plus or mobile batteries to charge. Anyway, have fun in Japan, guys. Hopefully, I can catch you in Osaka for a bit, at least until Speedy Frosted Flakes on all of us. Hey, that's the first on all his bets. Side, uh, not Rob. See, the Frosted Flakes are coming in. Well, no, wait, wait. The Frosted Flakes, Toy Tiger is Frosted Flakes, right? Dude, if you don't know that, then you you have no Dude, right to been, try to make this a last time you had Frosted Flakes? Come on now. Come on now. I don't know. I think we all had a childhood, but you're the same person who's never tried uh, sweet potatoes with marshmallows on top. That so was a southern thing. That was a southern thing. Uh, yeah. Uh, one other comment from Ross when you listen instead of watching. Sounds like Caleb bully speed the whole time. I don't know. I feel like what? if you're watching instead of listening, it's still like that. Yeah, <laughs> Look, wow. I'm, I, hey, you- all right. Just you, everyone listening, put yourself in my shoes. You, right. you win a hard-earned bet, right? And you wait over a year and it still hasn't been fulfilled yet when was the bastion bet over a year ago i'm pretty sure it was over a year ago it was like shortly after you joined the podcast i didn't know right i didn't guys i didn't know 
I didn't know. I I didn't. I thought I was inviting Speedy's Chief to be the co-host, not towing the tiger. But here we are, <laughs> dude. I I didn't know that instead of discussing content, every single episode was going to be a bet. And Ross saying, "Uh, Caleb seems like a bully." What you think, Caleb's an ass? Wow, this is breaking news for everyone yeah. that's ever known Caleb. Yeah, you clearly have never <laughs> seen me and Butters co-cast before. Oh my god! <laughs> Look, I'm just saying it how it is, right? If people can't take the honesty, people can't. I didn't make the Twitter account, right? If people are. The people are on my side, right? I'm holding, I'm holding Speedy <laughs> accountable. I'm doing it for you all. Dude, all right. Oh, what's yeah. the alternative, right? He loses all these bets. I'm like, ah, no big deal. Just no need to eat no hot chip. It's fine. No, 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 no need to do a stream with Bastion. Yeah. Yeah. Could you lost this bet. Ah, don't, don't worry it, about it. It could right? be that Take way. This, this one's on me. This one's on me. <laughs> no. There is one Caleb out of the multiverse who's like, you know what? Not a big deal. I get it. No worries. Yeah. But then yeah, there's and, this and, Caleb. And in that, that, in that multiverse, that Caleb's losing every bet. <laughs> He's a whole different man. <laughs> well, sure. Uh, however, however you want to measure it, I guess. Anyway, we we do have a date for the hot chip. It is not this week, though. It will be actually, if, if for those that want to know the actual date, it's going to be on the the week right after Worlds. So, okay, it's that episode, episode one hundred and twelve, I think. I think it's the episode one twelve. Okay, one twelve, one twelve. Yeah, it's um, it's comes out on the sixteenth of August. Yeah. I think that I think this is good, right? Because because for some for some odd reason you think that is good content for people that listen to to listen to you monologue for 15 minutes while I'm like suffering from the hot chip. But at least now this makes a little bit more, a little bit more sense, right? That we have guests on that we can actually fill some time. Oh yeah, yeah. It'll good. be sorry, yeah, for context, it'll be a guest episode. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll have um we'll have some people on. Look, I don't I don't mind carrying I don't mind carrying some of the load, you know? I don't I, I'm, I'm I'm generous, right? I'll help you out, right? I'll read through the comments, no worries. Uh, um, oh, actually, before we get into the stuff, real quick, I have a question, right? You remember like there's like dude, I couldn't find the comment. This was like months ago. We were talking about like splicing clips from YouTube, a YouTube video mm-hmm. and downloading it, right? To like make for like other YouTube videos or trying to clip. Be like, it's easy to clip on Twitch, but the problem is the VODs expire, right? But True. it's really hard to clip a part of a YouTube video. You have to download the whole YouTube video with like some third party software. And like, and especially like the play Pokemon VODs are like eight plus hour long. Like it takes forever, yeah, it's, right? It's I just want a clip gigs. of a battle or something, right? A sound bite. And when we said this, you had the genius idea of just opening up OBS, watching and screen recording from there, right? Which I think is fine. The problem is like, I don't want to sit there and like watch it like the yeah. whole time sometimes. Yeah. But I think that was that was the solution I went with. And then someone, I can't remember who, someone commented below and said, actually, this is also a great software for doing exactly what you're looking for, right? Without having to use OBS. Do you know what you know what that software is? Do you No. Okay. Well, I don't uh, either. I don't either. So uh, if you're still out there and you commented, please drop in our next video. I need, <laughs> I, I need, or this video, need right? I need, I need help. Yeah, I need yeah. help. I'm, I'm trying to find it and I can't, and I, I can't find the original comment. I was like, because when the first time I'm like, yeah, I'll look back on the comment right after, you know, we record this episode. And then mm-hmm. we're just like, I just haven't completed it. I need help. Dude, clip. Yeah. Freaking YouTube, man. They just make it so hard. Dude, I, I even got YouTube premium ones. And I was like, oh, you could download, you could download the down the bot right or down whatever so i signed up for it just to do that and they just download the file for your youtube app you don't actually own the file interesting yeah. who's downloading all these youtube videos to watch offline <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't know. I guess I guess if you have a, this is not like Netflix or HBO Max where you need to download like true. episodes for the plane. Like who? I'm like, oh, speedy. I'm about to take a. I'm about to head on a 13 hour flight to Japan. Let me download all these say, like YouTube videos. And I was gonna say right. I mean, teach their own, I guess. But I don't know. I I still I, don't know. I still don't even play pay for YouTube Premium. I don't know if you do. I don't. Uh, I have a friend that added me to her. So. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Yeah. But like, it, it, I mean, I like it for the like lack of ads and stuff, but. I don't really use it for, I don't use it for anything, any other purpose. Yeah, mm-hmm. you can also listen to videos with while while with the app minimized. You can't do that without premium. But mm-hmm. I know Android's been able to do this for a while, and then now iPhone can too. You can overlay the YouTube thing, so you just have it like in the top right corner without premium. Oh, okay. Yeah, not bad. Yeah, but I mean, hey, YouTube, if you want sponsors? Maybe I'll, maybe I'll sing a different tune here. You know, <laughs> right? Exactly. Tune. But anyway, yeah, for whoever that knows that info. Please let me know. I'm dying for it. Uh, we got some events coming up, though. We do. Holly, yeah. Holly by Community Day. What do you think about I'm this gonna, one? I'm going to be candid. I haven't actually like dove into The Sims and looked at this, but I can say that it seems like the PvP community is really uh, hyped about this one. They feel pretty engaged. Yeah, I think it's going to be some spice. I don't think either are going to sure. be super relevant for open Great League metas, especially like play Pokemon metas. True. But maybe Politoed. Maybe Polytoe. Polyrath, I just don't think it's going to be better than Metasham. Um, mm-hmm. You just don't have as much coverage either. But you don't have the typing to resist the finding damage, right, from the Metasham. True. Um, but it is the first water type that learns counter. Polyrath gets counter. Polytoed mm-hmm. gets Ice Beam. And uh, I think this helps Polyrath against Charizard because the counter damage is better than the Mudshot damage. Fair, fair. So you get Stab on it too. Um, I yeah. actually learned this when I was on Fish on the Heaters um, and DeFi East podcast, the PP Corner mm-hmm. on uh, GoCast. So feel free to check that out. I was, I was on for the most recent episode as a guest. So if you're running with Pup and Ice Punch in the ones, you pick up Lickitung, Mandibuzz, and Registeel, as well as Scrafty, which is pretty cool. You gain additional four wins in Great League in the ones. Not Do bad. you need Pup? Can you run Dynamic Punch? Uh, I'm sure you can. I've got Pup and Ice Punch with counter, but I'm sure you can yeah. run Dynamic Punch counter as well. Yeah. It'll be neat. Um, I mean, I don't think it's like meta-breaking, but it may be really good for certain like limited metas, right? Like yeah, Frost Cup's coming up. I think Polybath is pretty good there. Um, so yeah, just yeah, imagine that you, down the road. If you run counter Dynamic Punch, you actually uh, get up to 19 wins. So Mudshot, Dynamic Punch, Ice Punch is only 13 wins in Open Great League in the ones, but you get 19 wins with Counter, dyna- Dynamic, and Ice. Yeah. It's not bad. Uh, this yeah, community cool. is... Yeah. Also, um, Polyto getting Ice Beam is kind of neat, too. You don't have to go all the way up to Blizzard, but... True, true. I don't know. It's um, it's not... I don't know. It's. I it's think so... if, we're in a, if we're still in a Trevenant meta, that might be a different story, right? But, like, the fast impression yeah. from, like, a Vine Whip from Venusaur or, like, Razor Relief stuff, that's just, like, way too much, I think. Here's the thing, right? Like, a lot of people are are looking at the top play, play Pokemon meta, and they're like, oh, I just wish something would just totally disrupt, you know, Metacham, Noctowl, Altaria, whatever. I mean, we already do. So, we have Carpink. <laughs> we have Carpink all the way, right? But it's so hard to disrupt all the others. Mm-hmm. I mean, even Wadaj winning NAIC, he did it with Toxicroak, which is sub-poison type, which, res- which resists counter. So it's really tough to win, you know, a regional or an IC with a surfetched or a shadow machamp or a polyrath mm-hmm. a pure fighter it's really tough because metachamp's at the top of the pile so I, I get it but like a lot of people on twitter are just always like well this feels boring because now we only have a pokemon that's good in like two limited metas 
it's just that the top meta is so hard to disrupt. It's so hard to change yeah. anything up there. Well, also, we did release Carbink, and people hate Carbink. So True. People well, some people hate Carbink. it. Some people love it. You're hitting Legend with it. I don't know. Have yeah. you been running Carbink? No, I haven't even touched it. Good, good, good. Don't touch for another week. Don't touch for another yeah, week. Yeah, because we have... Uh... Oh, oh, for the Legend thing. <laughs> we have um, Carbink raids for GoFest, actually. Yeah, I just didn't want... I just didn't... One, two reasons. One, I didn't want to spend the resources to make my Carbink. Like, mm -hmm. a, not a PvP spread Carbink, just to, like abuse it for a few weeks in gbl before it comes out go fast right there's that <laughs> and second is also like i don't want to make content on it and then people be like well i don't have a car bank like what do you want me to do like, well, it yeah. sucks for you right like i'm like it's the content thing is wrong right because everybody wants to see how good something is and then they decide then if they want to invest in it but you're always going to have somebody saying oh my god you had xl kofagrigus and ultra league before anyone else so you're a cheater and a hacker <laughs> well, that... and it's not fair yeah, yeah a little was, on the uh, nose right yeah that one's <laughs> yeah shout out to yasser <laughs> oh it was yasser i had somebody else in mind uh it was yasser and uh, no trouble clef yeah okay yeah yeah See, see, no people trouble. think I'm bullying people. I'm just being honest, right? I'm just throwing it out there, right? <laughs> like, like Speedy's polite about. It. He's like, oh, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just referencing someone. I ain't subtweeting. I'm, I'm adding them. <laughs> we'll get to yeah, that in the T section too. But, um, oh you yeah. Know. I mean, it's just it is what it is. I mean, like, no hate on yes or no trouble club, but no, they were. They no, were no, we can't take employees. it back now. You can't walk it back. Well, you I'm not. I'm no not walking back. They, no, they were. They were definitely defending slash rocking their phones to the moon to get that Call of Duty. It's the first time it came out. True. Even wholesome was like, "Yeah, this is the litmus test of of, of phone rocker defitter abuse." But yeah, exactly. It is what it is. You know, Carpink. You don't have to do all that to to abuse it. It's just really, really strong, dude. I, mm. I, I to be fair, I mean, I did lose the fourteen twenty eight Carpink the other day. Fourteen twenty eight. Yeah. Dude, that thing was just came out straight out of research. You probably didn't even spend a single like like rare candy on it. Yeah, but uh, yeah, man, I it's don't know. I... It, it's it's gonna force people to rethink the meta, right? Because it's weak to ground and water. So Pokemon like Tapu Fini suddenly get better. Mud Boys that suddenly get better. Even Lantern gets better. Unfortunately, if it wasn't already good does enough. Does it beat Car? Uh, does does Tapu Fini beat it? Good question. I'm gonna check the sim right now. Dude, like there's just things that I thought would beat it and just don't. I think Tapu Fini probably should. It should, right? You would think you're dealing that super effective damage. Uh, you... No. <laughs> <laughs> right? That's awesome. Well, you lose the one you shield. You, you lose, lose the, the one, one shield if you're carbing. But, but dude, you barely crazy. win the zeros and twos. I know. That's what I'm saying. This thing's disgusting. You come out with five HP in the zeros. It's Tapu Fini. Yeah, with zero energy. With zero 19. energy. Is zero energy. Yeah, in 19 HP in the twos. That's brutal, See? man. Yeah, you can't counter swap it. No. <laughs> or maybe you could. I don't know. See? Yeah, you have to chip. Be, people got to be careful what they wish for, you know? People got to be careful what they wish for. Dang, man. Yeah. It's busted. Right? That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. So, anyway, well, Sheesh. you know, Polytoe, Polyrath won't be that busted. But, um, and then the only bonuses for it is one fourth hatch distance, and you got like two chance. Like two times candy catch and XL catch somebody. I will say XL candies for Poliwag is actually pretty useful because you got mm -hmm. XL Polyrath for Ultra League, XL Polytoad for Ultra League, you got Poliwhirl XL for Great League, you got the shadow variants of oh. all three. Exactly. You need Dude. a ton of XLs here. Yeah. I already spent over like a million dust making my two Polytoads for Ultra League. Because you remember mm -hmm. factions back in the day, you, you couldn't change the CP? 
Yeah, dude. So, so you had to so, build an earthquake poly and a blizzard. It is exactly what I did. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's, oh, and now man. I'm about to build a third with an ice beam. And none of these are shadows. So I'm about to build three more oh, with shadow shots. variants of all of them. Man. Oh, goodness. It's expensive, man. It's expensive. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's just a standard uh, bonus is one extra special trade, all this stuff. But the main one is one fourth hatch distance. Um, but yeah, that's happening on uh, Sunday, July 30th, 2 p.m. to 5 p.m. So, it yeah. should be good. I don't hate it. I mean, I think it's fine. Um, I wish that Polywag were in Rocket Stops right now, but they're not. Mm, so, that would be really cool, too. Right? Especially yeah. for Poly Wrath, because Poly Wrath, you don't need to TM away frustration. Counter is the best. It's exclusive. Oh, you just you're right. So, you could do the evolution and then just go from there. Yeah, exactly. You don't have to spend the Elite TM if you could do it. So if anyone has polywags that they haven't evolved yet, evolve it. Even if it's frustration, just if, I mean, it shouldn't have frustration because the last time I had polywag in rotation was a long time ago. Yeah, plenty of times mm. <laughs> to get frustration frustration off. But if it happens, it happens. It, it looks like according to the Sims, the best Shadow Polyrath move set for right now, just on paper, looks like counter power up punch and ice punch Shadow variant. You got twenty three wins in Great League. You go from 12 as the regular non-shadow mud shot all the way to 23 wins. Yeah, because the the counter damage is going to definitely benefit more from power punch, but I feel like it's also kind of a sim hero like Scrafty, right? Isn't Scrafty like the top of every ranking all the time? True, true. Sim, yeah. yeah, sim hero. Yeah. But hey, if you could, if you pull it off, I don't know. Uh, we have Adventure Week coming up too. Yes. Honestly, one of my favorite events every year. Because uh, mm-hmm. the Pokemon spawning in them are really solid. Uh, we got Mega Tarantor actually making his debut, which is nice. Uh, this is also July twenty seventh to August twentieth, uh, August second. So a little overlap with Polytoad Community Day. Yeah. Bunch of wild encounters, most important ones. Leap, in my opinion, Ultra League Cordelli is kind of busted for, especially a lot of these limited metas. Super strong. Very true. Crandos is great for if you want to build a Rampardos for raid counters. Raids. Shield on, you know. You know it. Uh, Tortuga, kind of a rare one in general, but it's not really super mm. relevant. It, it was like relevant, like one Silph Cup back in the day, but like that's yeah, funny. Water Rock is not. It's like the Relicanth, right? Not a good. Yeah, yeah. Archon, I, I don't know what that's used for. Time Run is kind of interesting. Sometimes you can use it in certain metas. Um, but it's a shiny form. Silph I feel meta, like that's a stretch. It's so. Silph, it's Silph, so no, no. It was great in Silph metas. It was. It was good in Silph metas. It was good in one specific Silph meta. No, no, trust me. I played a whole month of Silph and, and in Factions. It was good in Factions and the same Dude, Silph meta. I forgot what story. Uh, nothing, story. Nothing resisted dragon damage, I think. That's why, yeah. In uh, in Seattle at GoFest uh, last year, I actually uh, was walking around with a group of people and uh, TRDF, I think is, is his name. He's a mm-hmm. New York local, huge grinder. Uh, he and I actually walked like a- almost a mile to go catch a 100% IV Tyrant that had spawned. Uh, somebody called it out in the Discord he was in. He was like, "Oh yeah, there's a Tyrant. It's it's by the the Starbucks Reserve uh, Roastery." And I was like, "Okay, cool." So we actually walked like up this huge hill, almost a mile, to get this thing. So I've got the Hundo Tyrant, so I can make a Master League ty- Tyrantrum, which is not going to be very good. It's very glassy. Uh, I was going to say you have the dust, but I realized you spent all your dust, right? What's your dust yeah, count I'm, at right now? I'm at three mil right now. So oh, that's actually pretty quick, dude. I'm at three mil right now, but I haven't. I didn't do it on a spending spree. I've been building wow. stuff too. Like I, my new policy is just if I if I catch something cool that I know I'm gonna make, I just build it on the spot. So I built a few things already. Wow. Okay. All right. Dude, well, I'm actually well, looking. Go ahead. Oh no, I was gonna say we do have the shiny debut of Tyrone as well. So. Oh, that's sick. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm looking at um, Aerodactyl. 
because rock flying is a really good mega and it's a really good mega attacker. So if you are going to join a bunch of raids, right, and you have Kranidos on the field, that rock type boost is going to be good. And I need XLs because I want level 50s. I, I want one level 50 of every mega just in case they're ever useful in, in Go Battle League, right? Wait. Yeah, but wouldn't you, wouldn't you just mega the Mega Tarantar at that point? Isn't it a better attacker than Aerodactyl? Yeah, you could. I mean, I guess you could rotate. I was that was my next question for you. If you're if you're thinking that the Mega Tyranitar would be one of the best, well, I already got two hundred wow. Tyranitars maxed out. One with Smackdown, one with Bite. So, oh, so you're um, just gonna Mega those up? Yeah, I'm gonna do those. Nice. Yeah, we also have Amora, which is also probably the most exciting one outside of Shieldon for me. Is uh because Amora uh uh or what called Aurorus is pretty solid in both Great League and especially Ultra League too. Yes, Certain limited metas for Great go. League, but Ultra League, it's kind of a beast. Also, more True. limited metas, but still very, very strong. Um, so that's a that's a good one, and that also gets his shiny form. Mm-hmm. I think Tortuga and Archit might be. I don't know. I don't know which one is new. No, I think it's just a more Tyrone. I'm keep, I'm losing track of which ones are new shinies these I, days. But dude, I know, right? Yeah, for real. Yeah, but yeah, but uh, yeah, and, gonna... you know. Different research be, stuff, yeah. Sorry, I was just gonna say they're gonna be featured in the seven kilometer eggs, dude. Mm-hmm. This is this could have been a T seven by itself. We have the Riolu Hatch Day, and then we have the seven kilometer eggs in Adventure Week, but no deals on incubators or anything like that. It's kind of like, uh, I think they said they're going to have some. I don't know. We'll see. I, again, I'm, yeah. I'm in very much a wait and see kind of mood when it comes. I, to these I heard the boxes are different for people these days too. Oh, they're you know changing that? again. No. no, 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 they're different. Like me and you. All right, let's let's compare boxes real quick. Okay. Hope your game. No, I'm telling you, gotcha. like we might have different boxes in our specific stores. Some right. might be better. I mean, one's definitely gonna be better than the other, uh, unless I mean, it depends on what you're looking for. But, True. um, yeah, that's I guess something they're like oh, testing dude, out mine, right now. Mine literally just changed from an yeah. From a you have a gold box. Okay. No, I have a special box, an ace box, and a remote raid box. What? These are so different. I have a gold box, a hatch box, and an explorer box. What? 1700 1990 and 1900 for mine. What are the prices of yours? Uh, 385 for the special, 390 what? for the so ace. That's so different. And mine 490 all... for the remote. Why am I so expensive? Dude, yeah, they're super bitter. expensive. I have a bunch of incubators in my explorer box, 10 super and 6 regular. My yeah. gold box, I have 13. What in the world? I mean, it's a little blurry, but yeah, I get, sorry. I get your drift. Focused. Yeah, this is mine. Wild. Yeah, yeah, yours is completely different. Dude, you got the Dude. the big the big Whopper boxes there. Dude, yeah, I don't know if they're worth it, but they do have stuff in it. 13 incub- super incubators and two regular egg incubators for the gold box. Yeah. The hatch box has 10 super incubators and 12 regular incubators. You think that's worth it? 1990? Dude, I don't have... It sounds pretty good. I don't have sounds any. Sounds like you want dude, my I don't boxes. Have, I don't have incubators in any of my boxes. Dude, I have incubators in all three of mine. What? Even my starter box has incubators. You see what I mean? It's so weird. It's yeah. Just, I dude, know. this remote raid box is actually a good deal. It's got three remote raid passes, right? So the uh-huh. old value would have been 450 coins plus a premium pass. So 500 for coins old value for 490. So like actually not, not, not terrible. Yeah, that's not bad. But with the current remote raid passes, that's five twenty-five just for the remotes, and then an extra hundred for the regular. So not mm, bad. That's true. You about to dip into it? No, I already have my max number of remotes right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, you can't carry more than five, right? Oofy. Have you tried the uh, the Campfire Poke Genie raid stuff? No, I haven't even tried it yet. Have I you? tried it. No one joined. <laughs> Dang, yeah. yeah, but it it literally. I watched a tutorial video on on Twitter. It literally operates from Niantic. It literally operates like Poke Genie raids, except slightly better. Slightly better. Like, uh, uh, like in terms, it's slightly better in terms of like the integrations of the game. But yeah, no one joined mine. Hmm. Sad. Sorry, Niantic. I did my best. Um, <laughs> event bonuses: two times XP for spinning Pokestops, uh, five times XP for spinning a Pokestop for the first time, mm-hmm. and one half hatch distance when eggs are placed in incubators. Okay. Yeah. And that's about Not it. Bad, and so... We have Reggie Drago back in raids mm-hmm. as well as Titor. Yeah. Go to a new town, spend some stops, catch some fossil Pokemon. And uh, Mega Titar is, is 300 to Mega the first time, right? Just like Gyarados? Probably, yeah. Dude, really is there... Expensive. Let me let me just ask you this. I'm asking everyone as well who's listening. Is there like a Mega guide, hour by hour, the energy costs, the tiers, the Pokemon? Is there? Has anyone made that? Sounds like a job for Speediest Chief. I was going to say, because like if, if I wanted to, if, if I was getting ready for Japan, hypothetically, right, and I wanted yeah. to to mega evolve something, and I was like, mm-hmm. how can I get this mega the fastest? Like, if I want me- if I want tier three mega Blaziken, I want to mega evolve every single day, how much energy do I need to get in order to, like, max it before I even get to Japan? That's, like, the kind of question I'm asking Oh, here. I see, I see. You know what I mean? And yeah, I feel the like problem the is it's cheaper. Uh, the problem is it's cheaper to mega... I mean, sorry, it gets cheaper to mega evolve it again if you wait longer, right? So you're just saying yeah. like strictly 24 hour by 24 hour? Yeah, something like, like that. Because I know that, not, yeah. yeah, there's like the first, you know, obviously there are three tiers, right? Then you have different yeah. cooldowns, but also the energy cost. Like the energy cost in the, if you do your mega yeah. at like 11.50 p.m. And then the next day you you look at it in the morning, the <laughs> yeah. energy cost is higher than if you looked at it yeah, like 24 hours later. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. Um. So I don't know what your mega situation is like, but I think I have a mega three of every single typing at this point. Nice. So my current grind, because especially because I'm not raiding that much anymore, mm-hmm. is I just like I only make evolve when it's free. Yeah, you know, but that's 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 the point that you should be at, right? If you have enough of the megas. If you have enough, yeah. If you don't, I get what you're saying. If you don't have enough and you're trying to get enough for Japan, I mean, the problem is like we don't know what's spawning in. Oh, I guess for GoFest maybe stuff, but. Yeah. Yeah, you, you want stuff for Carbink, right? When you do Carbink raids, you want to have something a rock or a fairy mega for that. Yeah. I was actually breaking down all the different spawns from the different GoFests and which which megas are gonna be the best. I wanna yeah. make a video out of it, but uh, You used to do calendars too, right? Yeah. It's yeah. just a lot of work to make yeah. those. Now we're just chilling on the podcast, just saying random stuff. <laughs> yeah, you used to do all this. You used to make I remember you used to make the speed achieve calendar. I think I used to cross reference it sometimes when I was about to do a podcast. Was I on it, man? Yeah. Yeah. Well, if they're helpful, you know, people like them, maybe I'll bring them back. Let's worry about the chip first. Let's worry about the chip. <laughs> um, all right. Anyway, uh, Riolu Hatch event, too. So this is an yeah. interesting one. Um, I don't know. I don't know if you read too much of the love. I don't know if I love it or you, not. You got mixed feelings? I got mixed feelings. So the event is what day is it? It's on Saturday. July 22nd. And this is why I don't really love these things. Because it's kind of a misnomer from Niantic. Riolu Hatch Day. When you hear that, what do you think in your head? Like, what do you think the event's going to be? A day of hatching, right? 
Yeah, Day of Hatching. Like just Riolu and all the eggs or something. No, no, no. It's Riolu hatch day, 2 p.m. to 5 p.m. That's it. You got three hours to hatch. What? What? So, so you unless you're like my friend running an ultra marathon for three hours straight, (laughs) like you have to hatch all your eggs in your inventory and then spin stop starting at 2 p.m. to get the Riolu eggs and then hatch those too. Weird, right? Dude, even even Joe Merrick from Cerebi, he tweeted out about this event, and he was like, "Yeah, there doesn't seem to be any incentive. It's time gated. It just feels like this yeah. is a mess." Yeah, I don't know. So we'll see. I mean, this is an event coming up this upcoming weekend, but this feels like a test event, right? I don't know that they've never done this before, like a hatch event for three hours, right? <laughs> this has never been a thing. No, no I'm glad they have it. Oh. Hopefully, this is the first and last. <laughs> <laughs> Well, this, so two things. First, this feels like a test. Secondly, if you don't get your Riolus and Lucarios now, you will have a chance during GoFest because Lucario will be spawning in the wild. Um, yeah, as far as they are, okay, I didn't even know that. Then I'm, I'm yeah. definitely not. I mean, look, I got all the hatch boxes in the world, but I ain't buying none <laughs> of that for this. As far as utility, we do have Mega Lucario to look forward to, which I think could be yeah. something interesting, right? Would that be useful uh, in Master League? I don't, I don't know what powers up to it's steel fighting right same as regular lucario yeah i think so but let's see i don't know um don't know. you get two Could times stardust from hatching the eggs and then two kilometer eggs will drop more frequently because real lure from them and increased chance of hatching shiny real lure. but the thing is like there's not even like um there's no bonus with this right it doesn't stack with anything there's no like hatch bonus. there's no like reduced distance you you you're walking the twenty two kilometers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, look, if if we will love this, I, I ain't hating on it for for those that love Riolu and stuff. I just think for the Riolu lovers, you all deserve a little more than this, right? That's like if Shieldons were super hard to find and they have a shield on hatch day for three hours. I'd be livid if I didn't have a Bastion. Yeah. I, I think the only good thing here is that they're two kilometer X. It's not like Spin your five your stops to get your five kilometer eggs to hatch during this event for Riolu. Come on, man. Yeah, I mean, I guess like Michael said too, not every event could be good, right? Otherwise, or no, he said something about the moves. These PP moves, not every PP move could be good. But I think events are the same way. Not every event could be amazing. Otherwise, the good events won't look as good, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, and that's just life in general, right? You can't have like every meal you have be the best meal of your life. Otherwise, you just become desensitized and you don't value it, right? So I it's mean, like if someone wants to cook me some caviar <laughs> with steak and stuff, I'll, I'll I'll see how long it can last before it gets old. <laughs> but I'm telling you, man, like as you continue to go up and up and up, like eventually you hit a ceiling, right? And it just doesn't feel good. I'm not saying like I'm not saying that as a as a way to advocate for this event. I still think this is kind of mid, but. I don't know. It's whatever. <laughs> I think mid is a compliment for this one. <laughs> I, I will. I will say the good. Okay, I will say for all the pessimists out there, this is an event that you can one hundred percent miss out on, and you would not notice a difference. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. The I'll good news that. is, yeah. Good news, everyone. You don't gotta play it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It's uh, funny. So, well, yeah. Anyway, so oh yeah, I didn't realize that Lucario or Riolu were spawning in the wild for GoFest, but yeah, if that's the case, mm. you know, you can have my hatch boxes, Speedish Chief. Dude, there you go. Uh, GBL, I need a ELO check from you. What's, Dude, what's... we already talked about this at the beginning of the episode. I'm not going to change my mind. You get you get the ELO reveal next week. 
next week. All right. All right. Okay. Well, if that's the case, let me tell you exactly when I hit Legend so you have a time frame in mind, right? All right. I hit Legend on July 10th, one week ago, last Monday, 2 p.m., 2.02 p.m. my time, which means that you have until 4 4 p.m. and 1 minute p.m. your time next week. Okay, next Legend. Monday. Next Monday. Okay, 4 p.m. next mon- next Monday. I mean, it's very doable, especially if you got a card Yeah. Pick. Luckily, you have a card, card pick. Yeah, especially if you have a card pick. Oh, dude, that's interesting. We actually have uh, something else on our schedule at that time, too. What? We do? Yeah. I, I, won't, I won't, like, I won't say on the podcast, but yeah. Oh, we just yeah. 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 Interesting. Let's hope that meeting runs long, you know? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> let's, uh, let's take our time there. Let's take our time. Right. I'll be asking everyone to share how their day's going and the previous days. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Uh, okay. Yeah, man. How, how is, so in your opinion, right? This is actually uh-huh. something I, I would like to talk about. How, yeah. In your opinion, how has this GBL season been? In terms of the metas, in terms of the content, dude. So the, the somebody would be hitting legend so early. I don't even understand. True. Like JW Naldo would be hitting. I'm like, look, even if they're five owing every set or four one so every set, how the heck are you even finding battles? Right? That's mm-hmm. crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, shout out to JW Naldo and all the people. I, I think um, there's another Brazilian that hit it right after him. Yes. Jock or something. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. But I, you, I think it's you, been, yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. Uh, so no, I was just gonna say you look at people like uh, Juanillo, um, some trainers from Japan. You look at um, there are a few people that have been really been crushing it. I think. Uh, oh my gosh, I'm blanking on the name. Uh, yeah, I, I just can't even think of them all. But yeah, people are hitting legend within like three weeks, and this is mm-hmm. actually I don't know how I feel about this, but this is actually a conversation Emmy I was having. Emmy Weedle, yeah, that's another yeah. one. I was having this conversation with Yonkis. He says that. He feels like content would be more engaging and the seasons would be more exciting if they were longer, or excuse me, if they were shorter and it wasn't so easy to hit legend. I don't know how you feel about that. Okay. Uh, look, nothing against Yonkis here, but I think it's a very narrow perspective from someone that's very good at the game. Because okay, I, I say this because there's already so few people that hit legend. Like the people that hit legend have got to be less than 5% of total players. And he wants to make it harder. Like, look, I, I mean, like, look, I'm down for the challenge myself personally, but I think that's going to gatekeep even more people from hitting Legend. And if it is what well, it is, and that's fine, but I think that'll make more people upset. Like, I think that would be fun and it would be good content for Yonkis because he's actually going to be like, oh, am I going to hit Legend this season? I might not, right? But for him right now, True. because he's, he's such a good player, he could hit, like, he's in the top, like, five percentile players, I would say. He could hit Legend consistently, right? And way before the season's over. Mm-hmm. But I think, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I'm just going to hard disagree with that take. I mean, it's his personal take. It's it, No one's, like, right or wrong. But that's, like, I think speaking for, like, the general people and players, that's just so hard, dude. Yeah. It's so hard. I mean, I think that's why, like, you got leaderboards for people that are way better than just hitting Legend every season, right? But true, it's not. True. Legend's, Legend's not easy to hit, right? Like, I mean, you know, it's... Yeah, yeah, but like you said, about five percent of players, maybe less, maybe and less. Honestly, I don't have the data. I'm just th- spitballing here. Maybe a little more, but it's not even close to the half of players, let alone like the majority. Yeah, yeah, 
let's say Pokemon Unite, where you hit let you can hit like Masters, dude. That game is even easier to hit Master, like the highest rank, True. which is Masters. But, True. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Do you, what do you think? Do you think it should be shorter? I don't. That's the thing. I don't think it it should be shorter, but I think there should be more. Uh, there should be more investment, not only in how dynamic the game is in terms of like moves that have variable energy that manipulate the switch timer stuff we've already talked about previously Mm -hmm. but i think also there should be more driving factors for how the meta works for example if you had like a battle pass and for the first week of halloween cup everyone was trying to like win 10 games with dusclops or something wacky like that it would really (laughs) kind of it would move the meta a lot because people wouldn't just be running hardcore meta you know in open green league it wouldn't be meta champ knocked out charizard you know like human hd beast team every time you'd actually be forcing people to run like run a monotype fighter and then you'd have a lot of surfetch and polyrath in the meta all of a sudden like there could be forcing factors of people trying to complete their battle pass which would actually be a little bit more interesting than just playing meta all the time optimized hyper optimized constantly you know here's a hot take what if um what if you only have one week of open leagues for every season just one week of open great for the whole season (laughs) yeah yeah I told you it's a hot take. <laughs> I mean, but you're talking about how you the better sale people run meta stuff. Ain't can't run meta stuff if it's electric cup every every other week. You, yeah, I'm not every other week. Electric cup now, fighting cup next week. Steel yeah, cup but the that third goes. Week. Yeah, that goes. That flies directly in the face of your accessibility argument that you just made regarding legend. Like people that that power up a team of of three Pokemon for Great League and only get to use them for one week, then they have to build like an Amastar and a Poliwrath for a Fossil Cup and a bunch of other <laughs> nonsense. Okay, okay, that's be so inaccessible. No, no, no. I, I, I do, I do agree with you there. Well, that's a different accessibility issue, though, right? The yes. legend thing is a skill, like like that's a skill thing. Like, there's only so many people that could be that talented in existence, right? Sure. Like, they're like you go like it's if you have less time, you can't like, uh, like what do you call it? You can't beat each other because, like, you can't like there's only so much elo to go around, right? Even if mm-hmm. like even if you're a good player, you can only get so much. No, I I do think the game should be way more accessible. I think like yes, if we have these things, yeah, I want to advocate for that unless the game is more more accessible you can make an ultra league double mm. in a week true, true, true. max max if you're slow grinding you can make an ultra league double in two days if you're actually grinding right something like that mm-hmm. anyway that's 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 a pipe dream that's way too far down the road but um but okay so to answer your original question what i thought about the season i think it's a weird season i feel like the theme of this season is utilizing pokemon that are really good in certain metas is the key to success. Now, I'm not saying people like J.W. Naldo or like a Mind Joke or Emmy Weed or something, they use something like Alone Sand Slash. Or I actually don't know what Emmy Weed use, but I know a Mind Joke can J.W. Naldo use Alone Sand Slash to hit Legend, right, in Ultra League, mm-hmm. which is like really early on. I'm not saying that they're, they only got there because they're, they use a really strong Pokemon in the meta. They got there because they use a real strong Pokemon in the meta, made a good team, but also they're talented, right? So, like, mm-hmm. the talent factor is still there. But I think that has been like at least looking at teams of people that have climbed the leaderboard quickly or hit legend really early it seems like they had like a really good signature pokemon for their gpl squad to hit it true like right now nowadays it's just carbink (laughs) like dude every legend post i see be like oh carbink this carbink that i hit carbink i hit legend in like one day i gained 600 elo shout out to uh for the battles just got legend she did it with shadow giraffe rig but also 
Shadow Drafric, as well as Carbink and Toxapex. I know, so, I know. I faced her shit. I lost to that team. <laughs> dude, that's, uh, that's, that's a bulky backdrop behind that draft. Yeah. I had a Jels in the lead, but I had a Toxapex and a Mandibuzz in the back. So I lost. Uh, yeah, we both yeah. went to one shield in the lead, but I'm not going to win against a confusion damage. And then, sure. actually, no, she spent a shield. I didn't. So I was up a shield. I shielded a Thunderbolt from the draft rig, which maybe I should have let it go on my uh, Manda Buzz. Comes in Carbink. I swapped Tox Specs. She swaps the Tox Specs. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, my Tox Specs beats her Tox Specs, but like, I got no juice left in the tank for the Carbink, right? So true, true. Yeah. Carbink yeah. just outlasts you after that. Yeah, I just see. Well, yeah, I mean, if you can't take out the Carbink with the Toxpex, the Mana Buzz ain't going to do nothing. <laughs> like, true, true, true. I wasn't running Shadow Ball on that thing. Yeah. Um, and that was my rank three Mana Buzz from Poke Kings, too. That thing's got bulk. Yeah. Shout out to Gaines. Nice trade. Yeah. yeah. Very nice trade. Uh, but that's my read on the meta. What about you for this season? Yeah, I, I agree. It feels like, um, man, the. As with everything in Go Battle League, right, you're basically playing the odds. You're basically playing mm-hmm. statistics at that point, right? If you do run into the rare double ghost team, or if you run into uh, Shadow Lone Sand Slash with double fighter, obviously your Metacham double flyer is going to beat that, right? So it's just like, it, to me, Go Battle League, yes, has a lot of skill in terms of getting out of tough matchups, but it's also like playing a team that beats most things and, and having minor win conditions against stuff that's tough to beat. That's much more important than, you know, trying to like master the meta and create a team that beats everything. Like if you encounter a certain team, you're probably going to lose to it. And that's what we see a lot in the, in the GBLA chatter as well. People will say, oh, I ran into your team again. I haven't been able to find a way to beat that team because Hmm. again, they optimize their own team to be a a wide variety of things, but they recognize they have weaknesses. You can't beat everything. I think that's where a lot of people get frustrated and they're like, oh, I'm going to switch my lead. I'm going to switch my team every, every set. And then you just run into all kinds of new problems, new batches of issues. So. Dude, it's yeah, segueing real nice into this tea, to- tea topic. Dude, it actually, yeah. Tea segment, yeah. Um, but before we get there, no, I agree with you there. Um, you've seen the Truman Show? The movie? Yeah. The Truman Show? Yeah. With the, Your background the- looks like the Truman Show, like Skyline. <laughs> and you have like a little crack in your background because I assume it's like where your two screen- green screens Dude. match, right? It's like a crack in the Skyline for the Truman Show. You're the, in the, the facade. The facade of the dome is right there. Yeah. 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 Turns out everyone, there is no hot chip. (laughs) It's all, it's all part (laughs) of the show. (laughs) Dude, my life is a TV show and you're the one in LA. I'm I'm trying to make it. I'm trying to make it a TV show. (laughs) I think so. I think so. Yeah. Um, All right. So what's the tea? Um, I don't know how much you know about this. So this is actually a good context for, for you because you can give me Mm -hmm. your first reaction here. Okay. Uh, but last week when I hit Legend, I uploaded a video of me hitting uh, Legend, and I actually I wrote down in my comments. I wrote like a com. I just like usually pin a comment, just like just get people's opinion and stuff. And I wrote like, who else has been using Como this week, right? Because I that's why I used to hit Legend. Yep. And one person responded with, "Wait, what? Please don't tell me." Wait, oh, did they delete they- it? Oh no no no. Okay, you know they didn't. Oh, sorry, I I misread it. Okay. Um They said something. I can't actually remember. They did delete one comment. And they said something about like everyone running into countless frosts except sponsored players. Sponsored and paid <laughs> players, right? 
well, one, Kamala actually beats Frost last when shields are up, so that's that's incorrect. But uh, that being said, I responded. I said, not sure what this means, but I faced plenty of Frost with this team, including some in this video. Kamala also beats Frost last with shields up. And he says, or this person says, you know exactly what it means. Ever had a season you didn't reach Legend? Um, this is where I get a little snarky, so my apologies. I <laughs> nope, uh, that's because I won the best in the game. The little peace emoji. <laughs> and, he, uh, and then they responded, this is what I'm talking about. Gaslighting when you know fully this is a rock, paper, scissors game with software designed to keep average players at a 50% win rate and continually grinding. Uh, and I was like, well, how do you explain how some of the best players in GBR are also some of the best players in the official tournament circuit when it's not just blind threes format? I'm not trying to be patronizing here. I'm just genuinely curious. And then they responded with, anyone picked to join these tournaments are not subject to the software. They're no better than anyone else. Oh, Even yeah. if you count perfectly, your opponent won't necessarily throw a charge move when it's available. So it's impossible for anyone to really be better. Majority of players, the, the plebs, can win five straight, then lose five straight consistently which proves team comp means nothing. In my opinion, content creators that never badmouth Niantic don't lose ELO when they have negative sets. They only gain on positive sets. If that wasn't true, some content creators would have a rough season here or there and most hit legend every season. Well, I mean, look, I was just talking about how bad these boxes and stuff were in, from, in the real <laughs> event, so how come I'm not uh, at, the, at 300 ELO? <laughs> but anyway, I respond with... Exactly. Well, first, no one's picked to join these tournaments. Literally, anyone can sign up for them. I'm talking about the play Pokemon tournaments, obviously. But mm. I think they clearly are not aware of that. And I said, look, I hear what you're saying. You're not the first nor the last to have such theories. I know this may sound harsh, but the reality is there's no one rigging PvP for or against players. Just like in all things in life, some people are better than others. Those who are better put in more time to perfect their craft and skills and sometimes have some innate talent. Shoot me a message on Twitter and share 10 battles of GBL in a row, I'd ha be happy to make a video commentating on the gameplay if anything could be improved, or if it was really just the game rigged against you. Everyone has things they can improve upon in their gameplay, and usually another set of eyes can help point those things out. Mm -hmm. um, and I actually took a screenshot of this and posted it on Twitter. I was like, do you think yeah. uh, this person sends me some footage? And the funny thing is a bunch of people respond like, yo, I'm not this person, but uh, can I send you some of my footage? I'm like, sure, <laughs> why not? So, dude, I, I kid you not. I have, like, 30-plus, like, DMs in my in folder of footage to review. So I'm, like, slowly wow. turning things out, right? But it's been great. It's just, like, I have a new, like, segment called Caleb's Critique Corner, right? So I've been just mm -hmm. making content on that. But um, but this person, like, this person never sent it to me. But they, they also said afterward, they said, I feel a bit bad for being accusatory, but let me give you an example why I feel there's algorithm software and most content creators know about it and intentionally deny. You hear that, Speedy? You're intentionally denying. You're part of the I'm problem. Intentionally, I'm <laughs> yeah. donut walling the algorithm here. <laughs> he said in Ultra League, I was running a team triple weak to electric, but balanced otherwise. Had a 10 game win streak, then lost five straight. And guess what? In those five losses, three times I encountered teams with Amphros. <laughs> that dang Amphros. <laughs> and Not of butters. all Pokemon, Raikou. Nobody runs Raikou in Ultra League. You never see that but magically after winning 10 straight it pops up three times in five battles paired with amphros this type of hard countering happens consistently in my experience so my question for you is do you find that suspicious and i said no i know it may feel odd but coincidences like these are just a product of the randomness you may see when facing players running blind threes 
Um, even though it seems like no one may run Raikou and Ultra League, someone on the other side of your battle is running Raikou and Ultra League, and they have to match with someone when they battle. So it just happens to be you true, true. along with anyone else they face. Um, anyway, I just say blah, blah, blah. Like, look, again, feel free to like send me your 10 battles. If you have it, I offer still stands. Just upload to Google Drive. Um, Jason actually responded. Jason2890 said, Human Catcher Bug put out Ultra League video two months ago featuring Raikou and Amphros, and his video has thousands of views. So you shouldn't be surprised when you start running into teams showcased by YouTubers. I dude, I had no idea. <laughs> He's running Ryko and Ultra. It's crazy. That's wild, right? But hey, it's a thing. It's a thing. Um, yeah, I think I said uh, this is one of my first comments. In my, I said you are blaming a thing that doesn't exist and using it as an excuse. You would get better at it if you understood how the game works and top players, top battlers play it. Play it. Oh no, sorry, I didn't say that. No, someone else said that. I don't know why. I was like, wow, this is kind of harsh for me. But someone else said this. <laughs> no, someone named Rex. Um, the person responded to that person saying, I've reached expert many seasons, so I'm not that bad. And if you think companies don't employ psychological strategies to keep their customers spending, you're just naive. To be fair, I don't think that's incorrect, right? They might have mm-hmm. certain... I mean, we have the boxes being... Like, they're testing player-consumer data on, like, who's going to buy what boxes. So I don't think Niantic's past that. But they're not doing that for GBL. <laughs> they got no money to make on GBL in general. And then they said, I'm more interested in developing my pattern recognition skills that climbing in GBL. It's something to pass mm. time on work breaks. Blah, blah, all this stuff. Anyway, I don't know. So, we mentioned this before on the podcast. Let me just say it again. The only algorithm in GBL is the one that pairs you to as close to your ELO as possible. People that are like, oh, it's suspicious. I win five in a row and I start losing five in a row. Well, guess what? You climbed because you won five in a row and now you're facing harder players. You're probably going to lose unless you got better in that set or you're hitting above your weight class still, right? Like, it's just like, yeah, you you can't. No one's going to go on an infinite win streak because eventually you face better players or just you run into bad team comps. But it's not a thing. And if anyone listening still... I, mean, I think people that listen to our podcast aren't really believers of the the matchmaking out al- like the 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 team composition algorithm. I should say, uh, uh-huh. but for those that do, shoot me a DM on Twitter. Let me see your ten battles. Out of, uh, to be fair to everyone that sent me the battles, they're not trying to prove some algorithm. They just want genuine feedback on the battles, and it's been good, right? I've been I've been providing mm-hmm. good con- uh, feedback, and people in the comments have been providing it. But I'm I'm genuinely curious for those that really think it is right. Either one, you're just using a really bad team, right? And that's the thing you can't really climb with a really bad team, right? I used to love Shadow Burnett. If I chose to run Shadow Burnett in open great league, I ain't going to win nothing, right? I'm about to yeah. the algorithms against me in every game because it doesn't beat anything in the lead. <laughs> like it doesn't beat anything. Yeah. Yeah, true. I mean, it beats some things, but not not a lot, you know. But yeah, um, we've this this has been a discussion ever since Go Battle League first came out, right? Yes. I think what a lot of people 2020, 2020, we're three plus years in, and we're still talking about this. How? Well, what a lot of people, uh, the root of it, right, is that, for example, when you load into a raid, and you're like, okay, I'm going to take on Articuno, the game will suggest Pokemon for you to play. Right. And they'll suggest like Rampardos or maybe Rock Throw Carbink for, you know, example's sake. They'll suggest Pokemon that have either typing or attack that is going to be effective against the raid boss. And people say, well, they already proved that they can do it. So they're just going to pull that that algorithm over to go battle league and they're going to scan your team when you're queuing up and they're going to say, how can we like hard counter somebody who has like a steel type in the lead? And then you only get Swamperts, Metachams, whatever. Right. Mm hmm. And I feel like a huge part of the skill 
gap in, in Go Battle League is recognizing when you need to fight for whichever of the big three advantages, right? Uh, shield advantage, energy advantage, or switch switch advantage. I think recognizing when you need to fight for one of those three is really critical. And what a lot of people do is they lead something like, sorry, Caleb, but they lead like a Bastidon, right? Mm-hmm. And then they, uh, they come up against a Swampert and then they make a switch and they switch into something like, I don't know, a bad safe swap like Metacham. And then out comes Sableye, right? It's like, okay, well, this feels very RPS. But if your safe swap is something different, something more neutral, like a Pelipper, right? Then your opponent can only answer with certain things. Maybe they have like a Lantern, right? So there are always going to be answers to every Pokemon because you only have three that you can choose from. You can't. You have, there has to be an answer to every Pokemon. Otherwise, <laughs> the game be, would be right? stupid broken. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. So again, I feel like the... <sighs> yeah, it's just like... And, and, and it's tough, right? Because people that really believe that the world is against them, you can't really change their minds as much as we try, right? I'm trying but to. I'm giving them the you're opportunity. Shoot me a DM. Coaching. It's basically free, free coaching. coaching is what you're getting. A free coaching. Yeah. Free coaching. Yeah. yeah. I actually I actually said I think we mentioned this before in the podcast, but I, I love this psycholo- uh psychology uh terminology. It's called the Dunning Kruger effect. Yeah. What it is is a cognitive bias whereby people with low ability, expertise, or experience regarding a type or of task or area of knowledge tend to overestimate their ability or knowledge. And I was I wrote this in my tweet earlier today. I said people with Dunning Kruger effect tend to overrate themselves because they do not see the qualitative difference between their performances and the performances of others, which is what leads to them blaming other things as a cause of their poor outcomes like some non-existent algorithm that also Niantic already clarified in Dev Diary is not a thing. But, you know, some people are like, well, Niantic tried to cover up, whatever. Oh, look, I don't work for Niantic. They don't sponsor me for, like, I'm not in the creative program or anything, and I've publicly on this podcast mentioned plenty of times how some of their boxes or events are hot garbage, right? I do love the mm-hmm. game in many aspects, but I am not, like, I don't try to sugarcoat anything. But let me tell you, Send me a DM and I will look through your footage. And if you get hard counter every which way, I mean, unless you're using a Weedle in Great League, right? Like, it's <laughs> like, yeah, then you might just have some really bad luck or it's all likely it's a misplay. You know, this actually reminds me of a conversation I had with my professor in college. Uh-huh. It was, it was, I was a psychology major and I was taking a juvenile delinquency class. And he said, he said, how many, he has a survey in the beginning to write your name, blah, 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 like what years you are in college. And then also, he also has a part that says, what do you expect your final grade to be? And he says oh, every okay. yeah, year, I've heard that question before. yeah, and yeah. every year, the majority of his students say somewhere in the A range, uh, like the A slash A minus range, the majority. And I also went to like a private school, like a lot of people are like just tryhards yeah. in general, right? Like over 90% of students say they're going to get an A. And he says... 90% of you are not going to get A or A minus in this class. You all think you are, right? Mm-hmm, but there's mm-hmm. the majority of you are not going to get those A's, right? And I was one of the ones yeah. that put like A minus and I definitely didn't get it. <laughs> a or A minus. So I was one of the, I, no I had the Dunning-Kruger effect to the max there, right? But it's yeah, just like yeah. it, a lot of people think they're above average. They think they're better. Like I think if you if for drivers, this is a big thing, right? Especially in the U.S. Mm-hmm. I don't know for other countries. In, in the U.S. and America – if you ask people, do they think they're a better driver than than everyone else? Oh, yeah. I think almost everyone's going to say they think they're better than the average driver. And you true, know what? True, true. There's no way you could be better than the average driver because the average driver 
it comprises of everyone that says they're better than average. It's like the average cannot be that high because someone's getting these car accidents, right? Yeah. 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 I don't know why. No one no one admits that they're a bad driver. Almost everyone says they're a good driver for a reason. But most yeah, people are exactly. not good drivers. Yeah. Oh, man. The average is way lower. I actually am a good it- driver. I haven't gotten a car accident before. Actually, no. I, I've gotten two car accidents. None of them are my fault, though. Yeah, I got into one when I was in college, but I admittedly like it was a really stupid situation. But I've I've definitely avoided multiple car accidents by, oh, by what do you mean being by aware of them. No, by being aware of like the people around me. Like I've seen people come oh, over into my lane. I've defensive like braked, driving. Or, defensive driving. I braked earlier when if I would have just been unaware, I would have definitely gotten into a crash. All that kind of stuff. Yeah. Again, I think I'm a better driver than the people around <laughs> me. Maybe that's just me. Right? Well, the ba- the data fairly backs you up, right? I mean, I think. Um, yeah. Yeah. Dude, the only car car wreck I got into, I was so stupid. I was I was uh driving back home from college and there was like this line of traffic. I had come through uh basically like a turn lane into a gas station and I couldn't see around the right side and I just like gunned it, tried to get out, and boom, got a got T bone there. But that I know exactly what we happened. Got T-bone? Was a stupid thing. It was everyone okay? Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, everybody was fine. T bones is pretty serious usually. It usually leads it was, to a lot of injuries. It was right in front of the rear wheel well. So mm. actually my car only had like a small dent, but the car that hit me, like their whole uh front of their car came up. It was all crumpled. Mm. But uh um, gotcha. but yeah, everybody like got out, was walking around, they were fine. But still, like I know what happened there, and that was stupid. And the, just like with Go Battle League, right? If you watch back the tape and you know that you should have won switch, but you didn't, or if you know that you should have not shielded a dragon claw, but you did, that's like recognizing what you did wrong. And then not doing that next time, not pulling out in front of somebody next time, right? I mean, you can say all that stuff, but sometimes you just can't account for the algorithm. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, I'll tell you what really what I find really problematic is um, I'm just gonna say it. I feel like it's really pro- problematic when when creators will call out the algorithm and basically tell people that there's no point in playing go battle league because it's going to force you down to 50% anyway and you're never going to hit legend basically telling you that there's no point in playing the game and then saying wait where did all my views go where are my people going why aren't they watching my go battle league <laughs> videos true. anymore like are you serious Dude. you just told everybody it was a scam and now when less people are showing up for the scam you're disappointed i don't get it yeah that's actually a thing that i never really understand right i think like if you're a creator that's like really frustrated at game something and you don't like it anymore you just stop making content on it. I, the ones that still yeah. continue to make content on it confuse me i think i'll use an example that's not pokemon go related you remember crashy from pokemon unite Yes, I remember. Yeah, dude, dude, you still always, I think he still does. I, don't, I haven't muted, right? I don't even know the guy. But you just come <laughs> with my, like, like for you page a lot. He's always yes. complaining about Pokemon Unite back in the day. I'm like, yep. why are you making content on this? Like, like yep. it's not even like, I don't know. I mean, yeah, there, to a degree, like, providing feedback and stuff is important, right? Like, if you can provide that feedback, or if, like, your podcast talking about news and you're, like, critiquing, mm-hmm. like, oh, it's kind of weird, right? But, like, but like, okay. Right. I think there's a fine line. Actually, to be fair, because now, now that I think about it, I'm starting to see some similarities <laughs> between like some stuff we're saying right now. But I think his thing was like he was constantly railing on it with no constructive feedback. It was like this game is dead in the water. Why are people still playing? I'm like, why are you still playing it then? I don't understand. Right? Yeah. True. Like I, I actually still believe that Pokemon Go could be a great game. I just think there's certain things. Um, I do think it's a great game in many respects, but I think there's definitely things that can be improved upon, mainly accessibility and. Um, some bub fixes but um <laughs> but i think like there's still plenty to enjoy about the game but yeah some i think just, there's on the other and you side. and i 
you and I have actually been on on one side of this recently. There's a fine line between defending a game or talking about a game because you think it could be good and you're invested in it and you care about it. There's a fine line between that and then just getting online and complaining for, you know, attention. There's a fine line because when we <laughs> talked with Michael and we had that whole interview, it's because we care about the game. We know he cares about it. We wanted to talk to him and see if yeah. we get any answers, right? But then if we just turn around and just, you know, dumpstered for the next four episodes about how the game is dying, of course people are going to stop listening because the game's dying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, what do you mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, um, God, what's the phrase? It's, uh, it's like a foregone conclusion. When you say something's not going to work, it's not going to work, man. So, you know, yeah. Or like a self-fulfilling prophecy, almost self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. 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 That's better. Exactly. Well, like, anyway, getting back to this whole algorithm thing, it's, it's not a thing, man. It's not a thing. And again, if you think, if you think there's, um, like there's a matchmaking algorithm, right? Like I said, like matching based on ELO and mm-hmm. people around your like ELO range or like ranking in GPL. But there's no like lead backline algorithm matching thing. And if you don't believe me, if you doubt it, you think I'm just a lying SOB, <laughs> shoot me a DM on Twitter with your 10 battles in a row. I don't care who you are. Mm-hmm. You could be someone already, a nobody in the community that no one knows about, or you could be someone with like tens of thousands of followers or whatever. Shoot me a DM. I happily review it. And I'll post it on YouTube for the whole world to see. And maybe, also, I mean, of course, like, I can't lie about it, right? Like, I'm not going to manipulate the footage. So if you think I'm just making stuff up when I'm providing feedback and it's still the algorithm, you could disagree with me. But Exactly. But in the meantime, you're getting free coaching. So In the meantime, you get free coaching. Exactly. It's just no coincidence that people that are really good at GPL typically are really good at the tournament format, too. It's not always a one-to-one, like, correlation there, but... It's usually pretty strong. Emmy Weedle, reigning world champion, somehow is also first in GBL. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. What How? are the odds of that? What are the odds of that? And also, the thing is, like, they're like saying, like, oh, the content creators get the bonus. Like, dude, most of the people on the GBL leaderboard are not content creators. You think we have exactly. time to sit dude, and that's kill? That's a good point. Well, now, do you think we point. have time to? You think we're good enough, right? Like, not every content creator is even good enough for that. Most aren't, right? Some content creators become content creators because they're really good, but. For the most part, like to be top of the top, like dude, they don't have yeah. time to do this stuff, right? That's a good point. Yeah, yeah. JW Naldo, Emmy Weedle, they're not streamers, they're not YouTubers, no, they don't get not. sponsored. They're not. That's DFH? a good point. I don't even know what DFH <laughs> looks like. He's my teammate, and he's always on the leaderboard. Dude, that's actually a really good point. And trust that, me, that, I battled him. I don't even beat him in GBO. I battled him a couple. I battled him last night. I couldn't beat him. But I'm so that mechanics. totally destroys your your commenter's perspective. Yeah. About sponsored creators only getting legend because they you know, they know about it, they pay for it or whatever. Dude, how many people are they sponsoring? <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. That we don't even know about. Dude. <sighs> yeah, it's not a thing. It's not a thing, y'all. It's 2023. Come on now. We're just, let's, like we're not in the Stone Age here. <laughs> let's get it together. <laughs> exactly right. But yeah, man. Anyway, it's tough. That's what's going on yeah. on my DMs. <laughs> Spicy, spicy DMs, dude. Yeah, someone did comment on my Twitter post about that. They just said, "Give me a good team for Open Great League." Completely unrelated to the Danny Cooper effect. I just responded with triple carping. That was my response. <laughs> triple carping, <laughs> dude. That was that was actually an idea I had the other day. I want I want your instant reaction. 
for April Fool's 2024, what if duplicates were allowed in Go Battle League? Triple carping then. I mean, yeah, you I go. mean, you could. I mean, I, I don't think people are going to do that, but I think people Triple are going to run. Boy. I think people are going to run. No, no, no. I think people are going to run a lot of ABB, but like real ABB, you know, like Swamper like, Double Regicide or something, right? Yeah, or like, like Deoxys like, Double Umbreon. Yeah, Boulder <laughs> Cup vibes. Yeah. Or the yeah, rubber exactly. Double Deoxys and freaking Gofest. Yeah, you, you know, Schmoose. Yeah. Dude, that was, <laughs> yeah, that was not fun. So, yeah, I think that that could be really cool. Uh, a good April Fool's prank. Because what what have we had? We had the 30 second switch timers. We also had the sprites all go back to like the 2D versions years mm-hmm. ago. We didn't have anything. I oh, think... this year we had the Pidgey Pandemonium. That was the worst one. That was easily the worst that, one. That was the spastic year. Yeah, that's correct. That, yeah. that was whack. Uh, but yeah. now we could have uh, duplicates in GBL. <laughs> it was I'm, foul, I'm curious... as they would say. It was foul. <laughs> I'm curious what everyone <laughs> thinks in, in the comments. I would love to hear your feedback. I think it could be interesting. I just hope it's not Master League. Or Ultra oh, League. no. That would be the worst. Or Ultra League. Can you imagine two Registeel? <laughs> it's very hard to pick uh, out one of those. Dude, Yo, one Registeel one, one, one Registeel has Flash Cannon Zap Cannon. The other one has Focus Blast Zap Cannon. <laughs> nah. <laughs> no shot. I, yeah, I think it's got to be at least Great League. I don't know. I, I mean, I wouldn't be... I want to be opposed to it, but it's just going to force you to run duplicates, right? Like, why else would you? Exactly. Well, I think they should allow – what they should allow is also different variants. So you can run Galarian Stumpfist and Unova Stumpfist. Oh, like like uh, duplicates in the Pokedex? Yeah. Like yeah. Shad- like Kanto Ninetales or Lolo Ninetales? Yeah, 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 exactly. I think that mm-hmm. could be I – th- I mean, obviously, if you're going around duplicate duplicates, you should allow duplicates of the same deck entry, right? Double Giratina, right? Giratina altered and Tina. Like, Ooh. oh, here comes the one without legs. Oh, it's got legs again. Dude, that'd actually be really fun. I think that'd be a fun meta. <laughs> I, if they do it, I just hope it's early on in season. Or they could just, I think they just do it for one day. It's fine too. One day. One day. So yeah. you're not missing out on a lot if you don't play, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, that was a team this week. Anyway, I welcome y'all. Hit me up, flood my DMs, see what happens. Free coaching. Free coaching. Free coaching. I had some content creators reach out to me too. And some are like, really? like, yeah, hey, can I do it? I'm like, yeah, I don't mind. I don't care who you are. <laughs> There's no recommendation. I'm just curious to see these battles. It's been fun to see some of these battles too. Yo, this upcoming one too. I haven't seen the footage yet. The person that I'm about to make the video today, this person submitted a team to me. I looked at it, like the first like few clips. Uh-huh. They're running Bastion on Shadow Bonnet Meganium. That was my season one GBL team from 2020. Dude. Ooh. Yeah, I was like, talk about a throwback. I'm literally going to start the video and be like, look, just as a disclaimer, I think this team is not good in this meta. So, like, there's some <laughs> things that, like, you could say it's an algorithm, right? I don't think this person trying yeah. to make an algorithm point. But I'm just saying, like, you might lose a lot of games just on Team Comp alone. I don't think I could hit Legend with this team today. Like, I think yeah, it's very true. hard. But That'd be really difficult. Yeah, Shadow Bonnet is hard to use. Oh, dude. Yeah, you only have one answer for Altaria. Dude. You only have what? You got zero else? answers for Alone Sandslash. Ooh, that's... Dude, killing me, right? Look, look, people can laugh at me all, all they want because I think they, they just, they, they, they're allowed to, right? I, I, we, I, we, I wish we this upon myself. We recognize the team comp, man. Like, it's... You, did it's you look really at it? Tough. Did you look at it uh, oh, the, at, the at Continentals? So, so, so there's a Silk Continentals this past weekend, right? Yeah, Solo Silk yeah. Continentals? And you were commentating, right? Yeah. My round one opponent is elite. 
and he's got Shadow Alone Sand Slash. And again, I didn't have a Shadow Alone Sand Slash. My best Shadow Alone Sand Slash was the Umbreon. That was it. Oh, no. Dude, I didn't have a fighter. I didn't have a Mud Boy. Yeah. That's, dude, dude that's brutal. Dude, all the I, I got 3 0 again on round one of the tournament. I was so pissed. I was like, why did I have to <laughs> pair with him? No one else even brings Shadow Alone Sand Slash besides him in this tournament. It's like a it's like a slot based meta. I didn't think anyone's gonna bring it. And not only did I yeah, I don't know. Props to him though. He he made a very far run. He honestly should have won the whole thing if he just shielded his lantern, but Dude, he hindsight. didn't use any shields in a decisive <laughs> game. It was molding. Like Elite, stop it. I mean, don't stop. Actually do something. No, he was playing insane, but like it just yeah. yeah. I mean, it's been it was a long look, I'm not one to criticize gameplay from someone that good, right? Like yeah, yeah like you know, like I think like 99% of the time, the person you're facing in game three that needs to win it to make it any further in the tournament is going to bait there when they have like a 100 engine on the bomb of snow. <laughs> this silent beast guy, what a savage. Yo, he was the first Bastion user this season in Baltimore. Top eight with oh, Bastion. Nice. Yeah. Very nice. He, he had the Bastion Surfetch line in Baltimore. Mm, yeah, yeah, I'll tell yeah. you, man. Steel trap. This this Pokemon <laughs> Go knowledge ain't, ain't leaving, <laughs> dude. I, I think I said it during the cast. I really felt like Elite left some things on the field for real in that decisive game. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Shields, I'm sure he's yeah. gonna beat himself up for it, right? Yeah, because if he just wins that, he just goes to Worlds for Sylph, right? Instead, yes. he he ended up getting eliminated by Dilap, I think. Yeah, yeah. Eddie won it all though, so congrats, congratulations to Eddie. Dude, I don't understand. He was like going 0-3, like five six weeks in a row in factions. And then he's like killing it now. Like, well, obviously he was a good battler, but I was just like, his faction's yeah. like record was terrible on Deoxys Alberta defense. And now he joined Elite TMs and he's like 3 0ing week to week. He's killing self continentals. I don't know what happens. He even was yeah. memeing on himself back in the day about how bad he was doing in factions. Dude. Yeah. I don't understand. I've seen I've seen some really funny memes like like that that uh the two the two dogs, the one that's like no, sad yeah, sitting yeah, in the corner, then yeah. the buff one. Yeah, it's like Eddie one. in factions. And then Eddie uh, in uh, Sylph Continentals. It's yeah. pretty funny. Yeah, I don't know, dude. Congrats to him. I mean, he's a great battler, so I'm happy for him. But he is it very was just, good. It was just wild. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, freaking old sand slash man. I need a, I need that thing to be nerfed. <laughs> whoever told whoever thought it was good to give it drill run. Mm, please. I wonder. This is why you. Anyone... This is. This is why you know Niantic's not help rigging my wins, right? Because if they were really rigging it, they would just ban alone sand slash in every meta it's available in. That's how they really oh, rig it for me. God. You don't even need to give me extra points for winning. I'll just I'll be fine if that thing's just banned. <laughs> Man, uh, brutal, brutal. What a time! What a time to be alive. Yeah. Anyway, that does it for us this week. I think. Mm-hmm. Any final words? No. I'm really excited for uh, all the things that are coming. Going to play Polywag Community Day. Going to try to do some adventure week. And maybe we'll play some Riolu. We'll see. Yeah, I'll be flying over uh, to Japan during parts of that event, actually. It'll yeah. kind of be over by the time I get there. Yeah, It's kind exactly. of like we're in Australia. We lost some 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 uh, some days trying to get there. Yeah, but Dude, I might even reset my, my catch and spin cap on that flight. I might do that because mm. mine mine's not lined up it, it it hasn't been lined up for a long time and i was like maybe i should just line it up just sacrifice one day oh wait how did it not get lined up from australia that's what mine. <sighs> oh no up. i no i i made a mistake and like didn't spin a stop one day since australia. oh oh yeah, i mean yeah. the tough part for you is you don't live on a stop right so it's easy no to i have to, i have to drive out to go spin stop so how far 
Uh, it's like 15 minutes. 15 minutes to drive one stop? That is that is pretty far. That's pretty far. <laughs> That's yeah. why I know you 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 live in that rural area because usually like, ah, no big deal, 15 minutes. I was like, 15 minutes? What do you mean? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't even want to drive 15 minutes to go to a commute day spot. <laughs> <laughs> See? Yeah, yeah, it's tough. It's tough, but yeah. No, uh, this this is another chance to line things up. Yeah. Okay. Might not be a bad idea. Yeah, go get those go get those shield on, man, for that Bastion. <laughs> I'm saying. We'll see. I'm saying. Yeah, I did uh I did run Bastion in like most of my games in Continentals, actually. It was actually kind of fun. Mm, and nice. sometimes uh one one of my opponents I actually faced Mountain Dugan. He RPS me in game two. He's like, Yeah, that was kinda RPS. No. I was like I was like, Well, to be fair, I ran a Bastion that game. I'm just asking for RPS at that point. <laughs> Fair, fair, fair. He played great, though. He played great, but yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was, a, it was a fun time. My last ever self tournament, solo hey. self. That's it. Yeah. That's a wrap. That's a wrap. That's a wrap. But um, anyway. Oh, also, we'll say before we wrap it up, self world mm-hmm. is still going on right now, and mm-hmm. let me just say, NA's coming back, baby. They're they're pulling it back. Um, so. In the world's finals, right? I was saying a lot of APAC teams, right? A lot of Indian teams mm-hmm. going into the top four teams. You got Elite TMs, Chicago Stars, Northeast Battlers, oh. and the Metal Rappers. So three NA teams, one APAC team. Zero LATAM and zero, zero EU. Sorry, Amanda. <laughs> she, she, why are we apologizing? It's not like uh, we, it's not like we're Europeans that need that, that she was betting on, you know. Yeah. <laughs> she, she's an she's an Idaho transplant. She doesn't even believe in NA. So <laughs> yeah, that's true. Well, one, yeah, there's that, and two, I feel like the results so far is because of her, because she lit a <laughs> she fire so. behind everyone else, especially in APAC, right? I guarantee oh, they were, they had that tweet pinned in our Discord, be like, we're gonna prove her wrong, right? <laughs> And then they worked real hard. No, I mean I'm sure they're actually great battlers before that too. And then um for for the King of Hill, the other format for any teams that didn't make it to worlds, it's single elimination. We got four teams left. My team, the Cool Cats, mm-hmm. SoCal Swablu Gold, two NA teams, and we got Blue Marlins, Latam, and E Pasashuda, which is a EMEA team. Who actually, you know who's on that team? Raging Ooh. Taz. No shot, really. Yeah, he's been playing. I thought he was retired. <laughs> I thought he left for the NOT space, but he's still playing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's still playing. No, he plays. Um, he's played almost every single week. He's played for the for the six weeks so far. Yeah, yeah. Sh- shout out to Raging Taz, one of the true OGs as well. Yeah. One of the first uh, Silk World champions back before they had like World Worlds. You're technically the first World Champion. Yeah, he was a what a Continental Champion, right? Yeah, before they had con- so technically he was a world champion, but they never really like settled it, you know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he's on it. So, nice. um, yeah. So we'll see. The I I know who Amanda's rooting for out of all those. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> um. Anyway, that's it for us. Uh, I don't think we have anything wild upcoming. We have two more episodes before we head to Japan, and we have two pre-recorded episodes. So yep. be on the lookout for that. They're gonna be good ones. Um, oh, but yeah, again, yeah. if you're if you're the person that recommended that like YouTube clip splicer thing, please drop in the comments. I need please. to know. I need to know. 
and uh, shout out to everyone that's gatekeeping Speedy from Legend, please. I need that for now. <laughs> all right. Anyway, I'll catch you all later. We'll catch you later. Peace all out. All right, everybody. Peace.